Hola, nerds. This is Richie P. Hey, before you get started on the next episode, I just wanted to apologize in advance for a little bit of the sound quality issues we were having throughout the episode. I think it was like the computer fan and some wires touching or something. Anyways, we tried to fix the problem as best uh, possible, uh, but... We're not, you know, we're not professional editors around these parts of towns, and this shit is for free. So, if you can uh, give it a go, try it out. If you don't like it, if you can't take it, stop it, say fuck it, and, uh, you know, we'll do better the next episode. We'll try to make sure this doesn't happen again. So, enjoy the episode, and thank you for the support. Nerds up, hose down. Hi, and welcome to episode 52 of The Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm It's Pete. We're girls and we're here to nerd out with you. You can reach us at Twitter, at The Nerd Out. We have a Facebook page. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. We are also on Instagram. And we love it when you email us or you leave comments See. or you leave reviews for us on iTunes. How, can we get a reviews? Can we get an iTunes reviews? Yeah, like, I think it's about time for a new one. Somebody? Anybody? Huh? We have some awesome reviews there. But I feel like it's been a while. It's been a long time. The last one is still that person's like, I can't, I can't listen to the podcast. Oh, because I'm like socially and technologically <laughs> inept. And so, I don't know. I tried to reach out to that. We offered, There's no way, yeah, there's no way to. We gave them a shout out, but of course they couldn't hear <laughs> it. Is there a fucking ding dong? <laughs> Um, Pardon my French. And listener, if that's you, I'm sorry, but you should really go change your review because it's not fair to give us one star when you are a complete <laughs> dingling. The end. <laughs> dingling. Um, so let's get into your your name is Lisa yes. Jenkins, mm-hmm. but what is your other name? Oh, do you mean my Game of Thrones warrior name? Yes. Well, yes, I do mean your game. Oh. Mine is uh, Lisa the Disgraced Jenkins. (laughs) I don't know why. And you're the breaker of sleep. I'm the breaker of sleep, and I'm fighting for House Targaryen. Match. Of course. And what were you? I was, um, which is the most hilarious, I was the virgin... Right. Um, I can't find it. Ritzy's scrolling through her Facebook. Yeah, sorry, page. sorry, kids, sorry, kids. And the the image wasn't coming up, but I was the virgin, which is hilarious as fuck in itself. And I think you were fighting for um, House Martell, if memory serves. Uh, see, but my image doesn't come, and if I uh, click it, it doesn't. But anyways, I you was were the House virgin. Martell. I think so. You I must, think so. Um, you either chose something about poison. Yeah. Or you chose um, House Martell. <laughs> Did I do Poison? That would probably be it. I'm thinking, oh, oh Tyrell. Oh, no, Martell would have been different. Sorry. No, 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 Tyrell. See, Poison makes sense for, oh, it's random. Uh, I think it depends on what. Because no? I chose Dragons, and I got rides for House Targaryen. But no matter what you're choosing. Anyway, hey, people, if you're wondering what the fuck we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. There is something on Zimbio. It's a name generator for what is your Game of Thrones warrior name. 
You just Google it, Zimbio, Game of Thrones, by your name. Or you can go onto our website, www.thenerdout.com, and you can click on there. It will be there, and you can find out what your Game of Thrones warrior name is. And A, if you do it, and you should, you need to tell us what it is. Like, go yeah. post it on the Facebook page or something. And B, that's what we're going on about. Yeah. But you just got, um, you just got House... Um, Tyrell for whatever reason. Maybe it has to do with like your the spelling of your name. Yeah, maybe. So you like plug in your name, you plug in what your preferred weapon of choice is. Um, mine was dragons. And I forgot what I picked. Because I remember yeah. I, I did like a bunch of them. Okay. Because I think I did dragon too and I was like, oh, I don't like that name. And I kept like doing it until I kind of uh, thought oh, it was until a fun, got... until I thought it was a weird funny name. Was like, that the other the virgin? Ones... Yeah, that was the well, virgin. Well, I don't like the disgrace. Why would I be disgraced? <laughs> I don't know, and there's no beat in Game of Thrones that has a name like the Disgrace. There's the Unsullied, but that's not the person. And then another one was like, I got the frown. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I was like, no. The frown of death. So yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know what your Game of Thrones name is. I think I think that was fun. Good timers. Totally good times. Because the Virgin was hilarious. Um can we talk are you into the World Cup at oh, all? Yeah, big time. My team's out. Who's your team? England. England. Do you, are you, when, it up. when the when USA plays, are you totally down for USA? Yeah, it goes England and then USA and then Mexico. Oh, nice. Mine is Mexico, then Mexico, and then no, sorry, it's Mexico, <laughs> then US, and then I like to go for any underdogs. Okay, I mean Mexico and US are and US really is an underdog, but. Um, pretty much every time but I like to see like oh who's you know who has this amazing story who's like you know beating odds and stuff like that so okay. that's I thought you were going to say beating off <laughs> don't do that on the pitch folks <laughs> um but how great was a fucking Mexico Brazil game um that was pretty exciting I only saw highlights of that game oh my god they do have it um I work out of a client's office for like 30 hours a week and they do have it up on some of the screens there. Mm, nice. So, like, I'll grab my laptop and for a match that I want to see and go watch, like, half of it and work mm. in front of it. So that's kind of good. Oh, that's awesome. Um, which is how I saw England get spanked by Uruguay. <laughs> no, boy, no. I didn't watch that game because now my World Cup um, experience this time around is completely different when you got, you know, Supernatural Bear, mm-hmm. uh, almost two-year-old running around. Um but for the last Mexico game, him and I dressed up. I have my old school Adidas FIFA World Cup uh, Mexico jacket. And I forgot who got him a Mexico like soccer jersey set with yep. the jersey and the shorts and the socks. So we dressed up together. Um, and then his nap time was right when the game started. But he slept. I let him sleep in his jersey. And I believe that's why we were able to tie but that oh, game probably. was that game was amazing. I don't know if you guys are into the World Cup. If you're not, I think a lot. It seems like this year a lot more Americans are into it. Yeah, I totally I get the same vibe too. I don't know if it's because uh, soccer in Los Angeles maybe has an ever so slightly higher profile because we had like I think since the last World Cup we have Beckham here for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah, maybe that, that makes the last sense. World Cup. I don't know. Maybe. And I think there's getting over like more exposure yeah. and um and it's I mean the best time ever really it is last year was amazing and this time it's been great but that Mexico Brazil game it's like one of the best games I was so 
Miosito's in one room, working, talking to people on the phone, having meetings. Supernatural Bear's in the other room on the other side, sleeping, trying to nap. I'm in the middle with the fucking big-ass screen, trying to watch this game and trying not to wake or disturb anybody. So I'm banging on the sofa and I'm screaming into the pillow because it was so stressful, so exhilarating, like so exciting to watch. It was a 0-0 match, but it was one of the best games I've ever seen before in my life. I think that I, I think that when I saw some of the clips on um, Sports Center, the only time ever that I yeah, watched Sports Center. Me too, me too. Because they have like um, Alexi Lawless. Girl, we need we need to have a talk about that. He's yeah. a gem of a ginge. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I forgot. I forgot. And like when yeah, he, yeah yeah yeah, I don't know, like fifteen years ago or whatever, when he was yeah, playing yeah. soccer, he had like those long flowing locks and was like, uh, yeah, not not, so not the move. But, but now, now with the cut, smoking hot. He's he's he doesn't do it fully for me, but he's like almost there for me. Okay, um, but they were saying was that the most exciting zero scoring game oh. you've ever seen? And Amazing, they were like, yeah, pretty much. It was crazy, and people were like. I think what also helped is Twitter, because everyone's talking about it. People are like, what's this? Blah, blah. And people who I never thought in a million years were ever into soccer, let alone the World Cup, were like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's a super good game. Uh, U.S. is playing Portugal on Sunday, yeah. 3 p.m. Um, and then Monday is Mexico versus Croatia. Monday, Monday, Monday. Super, super excited. So did you know about... How uh, evil FIFA was? I've heard, I've certainly heard yes, but they are terrible. So I I didn't know too much about it. Like I didn't know the extent of it. And then I think you saw this as well. The last night tonight with John Oliver. Oh, I did not. You have to watch this. We're gonna have a link to this, okay. and then it shows you how fucking evil they are in the best fucking way ever. Okay. It says, John Oliver's excitement for the World Cup is tempered by knowing information about FIFA, the organization that produces it. John details the problems with the upcoming tournament and staggering allegations of corruption. It's it's amazing. It's, it's like one some of the best shit I've ever seen. Oh. Funny, hilarious, but very informative and so fucking truthful the way he talks about it. Because he's British, so of course, soccer, football is like a religion to him. So he's a great person to break this shit down. Uh-huh. And the, the examples that they show, you're just like, what? And you're just like, holy fucking shit. So it's really, really good, even if you're not into soccer, just to see how crazy this so-called non-profit, billion dollar, yeah, over uh-huh. billion dollar non-profit is, you definitely need to watch. It's like 10, 13 minutes. Um, Speaking of, did you know the NFL is a tax-exempt organization? No. no. Yeah. Because they're not making any money and they're just doing it for the people. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, my God. Excuse me, I had to get smart. Big business. Um, so, have we talked about the Zach Efron effects? <laughs> I think that you mentioned something to me about this, but I need you to break it down. So, so recently, um, good friend and supporter and listener to the show, the G's, Danny specifically, we were talking about Zach Efron. And, and the G's stands for the gays. The gays. <laughs> yeah, the boyfriend and boyfriend. I talk about him all the time on here. Um, so we're talking about Zac Efron because that movie, The yeah, Neighbors, or whatever neighbors, came out. But we're talking about um, Zac Efron. I was like, oh my God, Zac Efron. And I was like, wait. So I guess him and I had never talked about the Zac Efron effect. And I was like, wait, don't tell me. 
you started liking him after 17 again. He's like, yeah, we started high-fiving. Because that is the gateway drug to Zac Efron. Who's before? <laughs> and ask, and it's hilarious. Daylin, I think K-Pep, like a bunch of my girlfriends that we've, e- like the only few people that we've ever even had the balls to discuss Zac Efron. Okay. All of us. Gateway, Zac Efron. Now, Danny, Z- um, I mean, um, 17 again is the gateway drug. So before that, I'm like, everyone's, oh, Zac Efron on the blog, blah, blah, blah. The little kid. A high school musical. What? Right? Oh, Please believe it. You watched this movie. Do you remember that movie? Didn't I, yeah. Did you, you saw it? No. Oh, fuck no. Because that's then you would be on the Zac Efron train. If you got those of you who have seen it, the ladies out there, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. So you know it's it's like um he he it's goes like into big. high school. It's, yeah, it's like big. So he's in high school, right? And so it's Zac Efron. Anyone under the age of thirty five is like, what the fuck yeah, is Yeah, what is that big? So anyways, he um goes back and he's into it's not like um so he's into he's he's zach efron right but he's older he's supposed to be the husband right in zach efron's body so there's one part where he's hitting on who is his wife but as zach efron okay and it's just it's 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 you're just like it's it's just like what the fuck like he's such a in that moment, such a great actor because you believe him he as a, a true thespian in that moment. Yes, in that moment because my lines were, <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. And from then on, Zach Efron, friend, I'll watch anything that he's in now. Uh, I even watched that fucking soldier movie shit that Homegirl from Orange is the New Black is in. I don't even know what you're talking about. I forget the movie. You guys know. Maybe you don't know. That one movie, he was in uh, the army or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was like a Nicholas Sparks the guy that did the notebook. It was like one of those kind I of think like so, yeah. hallmark. Yeah, I even things. saw that shit because I was uh, part of the Zac Efron effect, down with the Zac Efron shit. Okay, A, about Zac Efron, he strikes me as very gay. He's got a big case of the gay face. Yeah, he, yeah. Until I saw this shit. The toss, I always thought, I was like, oh, he's totally gay. He and also, he, he could totally be gay still, but he does it for me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's gay, maybe he's not. He also has. Um, the bizarre drug addict thing going on. Yeah, that just came out like recently that you're just like, oh, really? Coke. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Coke, but also he, they like, he got into a fight with a homeless person like underneath a bridge in Skid Row. That's not cocaine <laughs> to me. If you're Zach Efron and you're doing cocaine, you like push a button and like some like, you know, hipster dude like shows up and is like, yo, yo, and gives him like the big overhand. <laughs> high five or like knuckle bumps and like busts out a silver tray wherever he is and is like here you go my man the blow you're not fucking like getting in your car and cruising skid row looking for sweet cocaine and maybe maybe the cocaine is a cover up for being gay maybe the cocaine is a cover up for crack and being gay oh no but i think we would see the effects if he was crackish he has like he looks a little crack out to me he's got like zero body fat no. Oh, no. Yeah, but he's buff as fuck. He's I know, but you know fuck. that you know like how meth people get like kind of look. No, like but that? when you're a crackhead, no, but when you're a crackhead, you can't. Alright, I'm just saying he's young. Lindsay Lohan didn't look like a crackhead when she first started doing crack, or whatever she does. Whatever she does, she looks fucked up. She looks fucked and up. And they now. fucked. Well, according to Lindsay Lohan, 
I'm gonna believe that. I totally this seems like a dirty it. bird that would totally hit that. But now that we know, now that we know about the coke, we're like, now that we, yeah, now that we know, totally, that. they're all sniffing each off of each other, we're all little fucking and stuff. Now that now we know that he's into crack and he's gay, I totally believe he'd hit Lindsay Lohan <laughs> all day long. Um, but yeah, he's, I, it's it doesn't matter. He still does it for me. He was. I mean, I'd still want to party with the guy. He. Yeah, and he's totally not my type. It's so crazy, but... Turns around, beat up some homeless people, smoke some crack, and fuck Lindsay Lohan. It sounds like an awesome night. That's pretty gross, but... Yeah, just on appearance alone. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Um, yeah. Okay. So, let's go into movies. Um, well, first, I want to talk to you about oh, some changes that have been going... I've, I'm becoming a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the change? Is yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote the we will change. never be mentioning that again um i have started training for a 5k what which sounds a little funny because i think a lot of normal people can just roll out of bed in the morning and run a 5k yeah um up until like a month and a half ago i could not i pushed myself and was able to run for two minutes if you'd had a gun to my head i probably could have gone for like another uh-huh. 30 seconds or 60 seconds, but that was it. Then that was, like, gun to your head. <laughs> and I, after that two minutes, I, like, nearly died. I was like, oh, my God. And that was kind of a wake-up call for me because I've, I've never liked... I liked running a lot when I was a youngster. Oh, you did. But um, I literally have not run two minutes since probably junior high when they made you do the presidential oh, yeah. test. Oh, yeah. <laughs> presidential award. Yeah. That's what I just did to do that shit? Oh, probably. You hang... <laughs> Oh, I can't do pull shit. Up, whatever. Um, so yeah, so I started training for my uh, 5K. I'm using a program and an app because, come on, if you can't you do an app, like, why would you want to do something? Yeah. Um, and the app is Couch to 5K. I've seen a lot of people do that shit. Yeah. So I'm on week two. Yeah, you know, only nine more to go. Whoa. <laughs> But so far, so good. There's a trap near me over on La Cienega. Ooh. I get up at the crack of dawn, roll over there, puff and puff my way around that thing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Congrats. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Um, I totally understand the training for a 5K because I had to do the same back when we worked at House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, if you recall, um, one of our team members, South Dakota, a.k.a. Brian Gale. Okay. Oh, God. He was, like, super athletic. Super runner. Um, and his wife was super runner and Lisa, right? So they, when I told them that I, they're like, oh my God, you should totally run. Once you do a 5k, then you're going to want to do a half marathon, then a marathon. Totally going to be addicted. So I started training and they get, they put me up. I don't know if it's still around. This is a long time ago. Um, the goo, it's like protein. Yes. Goo packs. So I got some goo packs and I was trained. They're my running parents. Um, and they, the day of the run, uh, I was in Long Beach. They actually, Lisa actually, she's like, does marathons and half marathons on the regular. She actually did the 5k with me just to support. And I was like, okay. And I did faster than I thought. I did really, really well. And then after I was done, I was like, yeah, fuck that. Totally. <laughs> I was like, I'm cool. Yeah. I mean, not addicted. I'm cool. I think that that's probably what's going to happen <laughs> for me. But and you said it go like high five myself. Yeah, I did it, and then go out and eat, and then just be like, I'm cool. Yeah, but maybe not, because you, you used maybe. to you used to love to run. I never, ever in the history of my life, ever. I was like ten, but yeah, it's 
still there's a time that you can recall yeah, that true. you that you mm-hmm. loved, enjoyed. I yeah. never ever. So uh, hats off to you. Thank you. And um, I'll I keep think you, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, keep us posted. And yeah. when is when it when is it? Well, okay. So when you do it, you're supposed to pick a 5K, right? So and also, if anybody out there listening, if you like run and have advice for me, I would totally yeah. take it. Or if anyone else is done or is doing Couch to 5K, I would love to hear what you think. Um, and you know all of our info at the beginning of the podcast. And yeah, take that computer that's making all that noise. I know. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to get. <laughs> sorry, kids. Sorry, kids. Fans running on the computer. Yeah. Um. So I think that I was trying to figure out which um, run I wanted to do. So I had something to work towards. Yeah. So something mid September in Carson, California. Oh. And I think that it's indoors. It's at night. It's called the Neon Dash. Oh, fun. And you run around at night, and it's, like, black lights and whatever, and they spray you with, like, like you run through a room, and it's, like, neon paint everywhere. Oh, that's cool. And so it's, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I almost said so it's, like, fun. It's, like, <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, church group fun. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints fun. <laughs> but, but it seemed kind of fun to me. <laughs> it, it seems fun. I don't know for a, to run, but to I'm do. I'm on day 19 of my whole 30, like, super clean living. So right now, that sounds like just, like, snorting cocaine off of his ass. I'm all, we're going to do a 5K, and it's going to be neon and black lights in Carson. Carson, California. And afterwards, we're going to go to medieval times. <laughs> well, regardless, you set a goal. Yep. We will support you. Yep. And thank you to my friends who have been super supportive, including... Uh, our friend Breezy, who when I told her I was doing it, and God love her, this is the kind of physical fitness state I aspire to reside in. She was like, oh, let me know. I'll, I'll come and do it with you. Not, I need to train. Yeah, yeah. Not let me, like, warm up a little bit. Yeah. Just let me know what it is, and I'll be there. Oh, I'll like, be. Must be nice to roll out of bed in the morning. Must be, like, be let nice. Let me just knock out a 5K. Like nothing. Because yeah. 5K is 3.3 miles. Yes. Like like Lisa. Lisa Gale. What? She showed up and was like, hey, I'll oh, yeah. this with you, whatever. Like, no big deal. Yeah. Like, it's like my warm-up. Yeah. I'm like, great. Um, cool. So, we're excited for you. Thanks, man. Movies. Movies. There's an NWA oh. movie coming out. I'm super excited about it. Documentary or people acting? People acting. Oh, that could be good or bad. People acting, but it's the people that are approving actors are the actual like Ice Cube. They had he had approved um, his son who's going to play him. Um, Dr. Dre actually wanted Michael B. Jordan to play him, but there was conflicts with his schedule. I don't know who that is. Michael B. Jordan. He was in Pregnant Lights. He was in. Okay, tell me more because I'm really obsessed with Pregnant Lights. He, is he in the t- first two seasons? No, no, he's right. towards the end. Done. Uh, he was in um, Fruitville, the main guy there. Yep. Really good looking um, black kid. Totally. He's like, that's who I want. I want. He's, yeah, like, he's yeah. the best looking dude. Yeah, I doesn't come in another one. This is more appropriate right here Who with this guy he picked. Oh, uh, yeah, we're looking at the pictures of the dudes. This so, guy looks Latino. He doesn't look like Ice Cube. That's his son. 
Well, is his, <laughs> is his mother with no No, she's black. He's at a weird angle. If he looks straight on, he look at he looks just like his dad. So it's perfect. Okay, it looks like some female rapper. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Um, he supposedly he's supposed to play Easy E, and supposedly they found him like working at a burger joint uh, or something uh-huh. like that. I can kind of see the Easy E. So you know, we'll see how that works. And then he's like, that's been I forgot all the things he's a part of um, playing Dr. Dre. And then they still are looking for MC Ren and DJ Yella. And it's supposed to come out uh, next August. So I'm super, super excited. Because, you know, because it's an actual movie and it's being approved by the actual people. It's not like the TLC VH1 movie. Oh, it's like a fucking nightmare. It's horrific. So um, real quick, I know it's old, but I finally fucking saw it. World War Z. And? I liked it. Mm-hmm. Stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, with the fast motherfucking moving. Dude. I was stressed. And, and you know what? I made the wrong... It was, um... Right before Miosito's gone for a long-ass time right now. <laughs> and, um... He had to do a bunch of, like, last-minute phone calls late at night. So, I was like, oh, um... I saw that, you know, Prime... Amazon Prime Instant Viewing had all these new... The HBO... Okay, uh-huh. They're doing a bunch of HBO shit on that. So I was excited. I was like, oh, shit, let me see. All the front page was World War II. I was like, hmm, let me just start it. Then I'll watch it when he leaves. Um, it was midnight. I started watching that shit. I had nightmares the next day. Yeah. That I was pregnant and then this apocalypse happened the next no, day. No, no, Yeah. That was stressing me out. But while I'm watching it, and in between his uh, meeting phone meetings, I'm watching with headphones on, right? Because he's he's right next to me, and I'm watching on my computer. Uh-huh. So in between meetings, I mean, in between, um, like, I'll pause it and be like, so um, I think my eye doctor just said recently that because I'm 40 now, I, I, sh- I don't necessarily need LASIK because it will help me with yeah, fire yeah. vision, but I'll need reading glasses anyways. And I was like, yeah. So he's like, you probably don't want it. I was like, yeah. But after watching this, it reminded me that it's apocalypse. I'm going to need far vision. So I think I'm going to get LASIK surgery. Yeah. And then so I start watching it again. And I'll be like, you know what? You know what we need to do? We need to remember to put duct tape in our survival packs. And I'll start watching it again. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, and then something else will happen. I'll be like, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stress. But it was good. So you did. we talked about Did you read the? Yeah, I read the book. Wildly different from the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So, during that time when it was out, did you do any research? Are they going to make another one? Is another one slated to to go down? It actually did pretty well. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I know that the hope was that it would be like a big franchise for Brad Pitt. Yeah. So, I think that I I knew that they were talking about doing a sequel, but I haven't heard anything about it since. Hmm. Because I was like, how how is this going to be resolved in a movie? Yeah. I was like, they move so fast. And I, I was like, that's not going to... And then so when I was like, okay, that makes sense. They could um, walk on the bottom of the ocean in the book. Oh, really? The zombies could? Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. I don't know how. They would yeah. currents would have dragged them away. Yeah, Maybe right. currents and walking. But like after the apocalypse is sort of put down... Then still, for like years and years afterwards, zombies would randomly come like clambering up out of the ocean because they've been walking around on the bottom of the ocean for so long. 
And in the in the books, they did the um, he did what he did at the CDC. Um, no, totally different. Oh, really? Uh huh. So how did they get to the point where they're in the movie? They ended I mean, the movie. The, the book, book. The book is. Um, I don't know, remember, maybe five to ten different narrators talking about, like, their experience in the Zapocalypse. It's oh, like an yeah. oral history of the Zapocalypse oh. from all of these different people's viewpoints. And about the only thing that it shared was, like, the basic framework. That was mm. it. So a lot of fans were bummed and, like, pissed. Because they were like, this isn't World War Z at all. Flip over table, nerd rage. <laughs> nerd rage. Uh, but it was, it just kind of, it, it kind of like occupied the same universe. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah, there you go. Um, I just saw a movie that everyone else has already seen. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because you heard it was good? Well, yeah. Leslie, aka the Fame Fatale, <laughs> our podcasting friend and friend friend, <laughs> I was over at her house and we were getting dinner and we made dinner and we're like, with her husband. And we're like, we should watch something on TV. She's like, what about Penny Dreadful? And they were like, eh, we can't decide if we like Penny Dreadful or not. And then I was like, you know what I've never seen? And she was like, Frozen? I was like, <laughs> yes! And we're like, oh my god, we need to see it! And her husband was like, alright, well, I'm going to go into my office. <laughs> and I like teasing him, so I was like, oh, John, you know you told him to watch this. It's cool, it's cool. So he, he watched like 10 minutes of it and was like, okay, I'm leaving. And I was like, no, John, you have to stay. And then, like, halfway through, we hit pause, and she went to go make um, healthy ice cream. Like, she was pureed, like, bananas and strawberries and coconut milk. And it was I've done that before. Super good. And so, and I was like, well, John, this is probably a good moment for you to, like, go and go do something else since you're so not into this movie. And he was like, let me go for the torture. And I'm like, uh-huh. That's so was good. He was really cute. It wasn't my favorite Disney movie by any stretch. But it was good. But it was good. Um, Kristen Bell was one of the voices. Um, it, you know, it was kind of like, I don't know, it was good. Yeah. Was well, I figured, it, I'm, I figured it was good. Everyone's talking about it, like adults too. I just, I'm just going to wait to see it. Like, I'm not seeing any kids' movies. No, because you're going to have to watch them 500 times. Yeah, so I'm just like, mm, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. So I can see them, you know. As the Supernatural Bear sees it for the first time, he'll be seeing it for the first time. Well, and I thought about it, and I was like, oh, I wonder if the Supernatural Bear has seen this. And I was like, oh, no, I don't think so. I feel like it would have come out. And I was like, oh, well, well let's see, not show it to him. Because, like, the, even though they have, like, you know, there's boys in the movie, the two leading characters are two girls. And I was like, no, and that's why Ritz is a good mom, because that ain't, ain't going to make a difference. No, not at all. And I don't think it really, there was, when we go to the playground over here, um, I hear boys singing Frozen song and like, mm-hmm. like I know the songs because I hear them at the playground and it's boys and girls, and they all they're always talking about it. So, yeah. Um, let's talk about TV. Yeah, something big happened last weekend. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of motherfucking Thrones. Dunzo for like ten months. Oh, it's so sad. Um, so you talked about last episode that you were hoping that. Uh, a certain thing yeah. was supposed to happen. And any of you book readers out there who are listening to this, you will know the thing that was supposed to happen and it didn't Because oh, I was like, is, I was watching the, the one before, I was like, is this what she was talking about? Because it doesn't seem that epic. The internet broke 
because people, book fans, were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I Oh, that's why they were, for the finale, that's why everyone was upset. Yes. Got Did it. you hear that people were upset? Yeah, I yeah. saw, they're like, someone posted like, uh, I watched it. What, what am I supposed to be mad about? But it's people that read the books that yeah. were like super crazy. Yeah. Got because it. there was something. It was the thing that, if you will recall, listeners and Ritzy, last se- when last season ended after the red wedding, yes. I was like, oh, I know what. I know the final shot of this season. I totally yeah. know it. And then it didn't happen, and I was like, okay, okay, I get it. They want to. They want to space things out. We've already had the red wedding. Let's move on. We got, and you know, we got the purple wedding. That'll probably be early next year, and then that's surely how they will end. And so, like everybody online has been like ratcheting up the excitement to see, like, I can't wait for this one thing. And um, lo and motherfucking behold, shit did not happen. So, have you in your nerd research? Have Uh you? What they say is it gonna happen? It's gonna happen next season for sure. For sure. I mean, it's got to be next season. The only thing that I can think is that um, they're giving it a bigger storyline than it has in the books. Mm. Um, either because since the showrunners are privy to the end game, either because it you know it's gonna get more play in future books, or just because they want to draw out the like holy shit, like people freaking out and losing their minds. Okay. Wow, I'm so excited. I know. So what is it? There's, Don't tell me. No, I won't. <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple good things coming up, but that's that's a good like holy shit surprise. Um, but as far as other things that happened, uh, like Arya leaving the Helm to die a slow death. That happened in the book. No, it didn't happen like that in the book. What happened? How did it go down in the book? Um, I don't know. But it didn't go down. No, it didn't go down like that. Although I think that she did leave him injured somewhere. Mm. Um, maybe I don't know. Um, so that was good. What else happened? Um, oh, there was the killing. Yeah. Um, that happened in the book, of course. Which one? Um, little man. Oh yeah, killing his dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and killing him like that too. That's yes. how it went down in the book. Yes, on the on the on the throne. On the throne. <laughs> and there was a line in the books that is delivered about that scene, and a lot of people were pissed off that that line didn't happen. Oh. But um, I my theory is that they're just gonna have somebody say it next season. Mm. Um, because it didn't need to be said right at that moment. Uh, so yeah, that, and then um, John Snoo. He had his ass saved by Stannis, the Manus, um, which was good. Although, as someone pointed out, they were like, they were like, you know, so cool. You saw the cavalry, you saw the overhead of like the two calories coming in. They were like, where was this like 10,000 person strong army? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you really just, you saw like 10 dudes running yeah. away. No, totally. Um, they were somewhere else. And then, did Homegrown? Die like the way she died in the in the show. Uh, you greet. Is that home? the red hair? Yeah. Yes. By that little boy. Yes. Yeah, like how he like all of a sudden she goes and then he looks and the little kid goes gives him like yeah, a wink and then he's not like sup. Yeah, like got it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> and he's like no. Yeah, that was hilarious. And I thought she's like. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, I mean, not hilarious, but you know what I'm saying. I liked that um, Jon Snow right out of the gate is calls um, Stannis my liege, and that Stannis is like your father is an honorable man, and I'm like oh 
I fucking love it when two plot threads that are totally removed <laughs> from each other come together. <laughs> Chocolate and peanut butter happen. <laughs> I love that. So that made me happy to see in person, like, two disparate things, like, boom, get crossed. I'm all, yes. <laughs> um, okay, and dragons in... Aww. Dragons in the Dark. Dragons in the Dark. Dragons in Dragon sad. Jail. So sad. sad. Oh, my God, I'm teary-eyed. Yeah. They were crying for their mom. Oh, my God. That must have been... And, and then, of course, she was bawling, like, crying, trying to hold it together. And I was like, oh, my God. I figured there's got to be a better way for Lacey. Make him a big cage. Is that how it happened in the book? Yes. Yeah. It's not how I imagined it looking, but yes, that's what happened. Would you, did, what did you imagine it looking like? More of a pit. Uh, like, uh, like a big pit. But, uh, um, I know. So fucked up. Khaleesi. I want to ask, but I don't want to know. I want to know, but I don't. Well, I knew as soon as that, um, as soon as that, Dude Were there three in. dragons? Yes. And the one that barbecued the kid yeah. is the black one that is still at large. Oh, that's what I thought. I was like, what happened Yeah, to she only took the two, two, the two smaller ones down. she couldn't two. get the other one. She yeah, couldn't find the other one. he's like running wild. Rogue. Yeah, he's a rogue, <laughs> rogue dragon for sure. He's the biggest and like the meanest and the most difficult. But do you know... They're also, aren't they, like, in their teenage kind of years? Yeah. So they're going to, like, they're like, like of course, they're going to, they're, they're totally going to fly and burn up shit and people and, like, snatch shit and they're I teens. Know. I was like, I don't, I feel like you have a couple of, they're, they seem sort of smart. So I feel like you have a couple of options. You can try, you can try to train them that eating people is bad. Yeah. Or you can just let them, like run rampant and do whatever the fuck dragons do. Yeah. I mean, they're dragons. They're dragons, dude. And and, and, and then, like, because maybe they, he didn't mean to burn up the little girl. Well, he didn't eat her. He didn't eat her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe he maybe he's just learning how to use, he's developing those muscles. He's, you know, uh, what's it called? I can't think of the word. A dragon puberty, dragon puberty. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> it's testing his boundaries. Testing his boundaries, but he, it shit's developing. Yeah, could be. His fire shit's it's changing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. Arya had her Titanic moment going off to Bravos to go. When I love and I love. Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's like, hey, do you have any room? He's all, no. Yeah, get the fuck and out of here. She's like, what about for this coin? Yeah. And he's all, oh, that one gold us. That was awesome. You even get your own cabin. He's like, yeah, you got your own cabin. Let's go. You're good. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. I thought that was great. Um, so we have to wait another year. Yeah. We have nine and a half months. And then, and then there's a baby born. <laughs> God, that sucks. Um, listen, do you watch, did you watch Orange is the New Black? I watched season one and I watched the first episode of the new season, but I'm probably going to, probably going to go home and watch a couple episodes tonight. Okay. Let's talk about, um, when you finish, let's revisit it because I couldn't stop. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to wait and leave this. So I have something to watch when you leave. I was telling you, Asita, when you go on tour, I'm going to watch this. Uh, and I was like, I'm sure I'm probably going to watch it like in a day or two days. Just binge watch it, which I love doing. So then I was like, I'm just going to watch one episode <laughs> just to see how we're doing. Yeah, famous last words at one in the morning. Yeah, and, and just one episode real quick. 
This is like a week before he left. He's like, whatever. And so every day, okay, I'm going to work, and my reward is one episode of Orange is Black. So I finished it already. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, oh, I'm not watching it. He's totally watching it. And uh, season finale, I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel, and then and then Milcita made a good point. We talked about it the next day. We're like, how? We, we thought it was pretty cheesy. And now we're, he was like, but it is the people that did Weeds, and we only did the first two seasons of Weeds because then all of a sudden it got ridiculous and dropped off. We couldn't even take it anymore. Yeah, that's true. So I'm thinking I'll watch the next episode of the first one, of the next season, the first episode of the next season. And maybe you're out. And maybe we're out. I want to see what if any of you yous out there feel the same way because so far, um, a couple of people that I've talked to feel the same same exact way. That's went out cheese balls. Huh. That it was a really really good season, and then the finale lasts. I don't know, five ten minutes. Uh, cheese balls. Cheese balls. Okay. So. We'll see. And so, uh, I think the 29th or the end of this month, uh, HBO has a new show called The Leftovers. I think it was the 29th. No, the 30th. It's Sunday, right? Yeah, probably. Oh, no, it's 29th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's coming out. And I, you know, wasn't up on it. And then I kept seeing these billboards all around this past week, The Leftovers. And it's the billboard where I think it's Jennifer Aniston's dude. Uh-huh. Justin Theroux. I think it's him or someone. I can't really tell. And he's ba- he's like banging, banging against. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "What the fuck is that? I ha- have never heard. I haven't heard shit about it." Googled it, of course, and then um, saw saw an article and saying what it was about. I was like, "Holy shit!" But I waited to watch the trailer with Ti. We just uh-huh. watched the trailer. Uh-huh. She had already seen it. I hadn't seen that. That was an extended trailer. And I was. It was like yeah. It was a two minute trailer. I don't know. It looks pretty weird. It's pretty weird. We'll have a link to it. Yeah. If you haven't seen anything about it, it's a two-minute trailer that we watched was more interesting than the shorter trailers. Oh, really? Seen. Yeah. I read an interesting story in Entertainment Weekly was from a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Leftovers, one of the showrunners, or the primary showrunner, is Damon Lindelof, who did Lost. Mm. And uh, he was talking about, like, the premise, not, not a spoiler alert, the premise is that um, 2% of the world's population suddenly disappear, and it takes place two years after that happened. Uh, and he said that doing it right afterwards didn't make sense because that would just be like chaos and anarchy. Mm-hmm. But he was more interested in what happens like two years later as people begin to kind of come to grips with it in a way or accept it. And he was like, you know, if it's the rapture and God has taken these people away, then like... How do you feel knowing that, like, the sort of there's this mysterious thing, but God hasn't said, like, and hey, this is what you need to do now. Mm-hmm. It's just like God fucking with you mm-hmm. is how it feels, and so like that feeling of like God having like abandoned you, but and yet maybe now you believe in God, and so how does that feel like spiritually? Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, because the article that I saw the trailer on was, I think, from the UK Mirror, and it was like five things um five reasons why you should five things you need to know about hbo's hot new series um and it had all these different things it said it had the um what did it say it Surpri- jennifer's hot bloke <laughs> the surprising religious theme uh-huh. which you're talking about like the rapture and stuff so i don't know we'll see 
I'm gonna let it go a couple of episodes. Well, the other thing that I don't understand with the rapture is in the trailer you see, and I'll have to address this because it's way too obvious. In the trailer, you see someone's like infant child disappear. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't every infant child disappear? Like, you can't tell me that some of them are more sinful than others. Maybe yeah. they all do. I don't know. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I wonder how it's going to do. Yeah. Um. So that is coming up. Uh, and then... <laughs> I saw you post about this. <laughs> last night, here I am, minding my own motherfucking business. <laughs> and what comes... And I'm, like, flipping through the channels because my DVR is, like, sadly bereft at the moment. And there's something called Mermaids Now on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> you know, the Discovery Channel. Yeah. <laughs> where you learn about science and education. Yeah. And it is a mock, it is not even a mockumentary. It is a faux documentary. It's a documentary. Only everyone in it is an actor, and they don't say this person is an actor. They're playing it off like these are the real people. Shut up. And it's like you know Joe Smith, um, Noah researcher. What is it? National Organization Aquatic. I don't know something. Um, so it's like, you know, Joe Blow, Noah researcher, and he's like, oh, we found these remains and whatever. And the whole thing is about how, um, you know, a couple million years ago when our ancestors were like, they were like, you know, everyone's hanging out at the beach and they were like, fuck this, the water's rising, we're going to go further inland. And then other ones were like, fuck this, we're staying here and we're going to learn to swim. And then they became the lost tribe who are the mermaids. And they have the cheesiest computer animation oh showing like tribes of mermaid of mer people swimming and like holding hands with their mer babies. Oh my god! And like you know hunting to get hunting with dolphins like the cheesiest computer animation, <laughs> and the narrator is acting like this is fucking fact. Oh my god! Like two, two million years ago, mermaids. Hunted, Why would they do that? Mermaids hunted with their allies, the dolphins, in order to take down larger prey. Da, 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 da. And I'm like. This, and so I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and so, and everyone is acting like this is a real thing. And so I started Googling it. Apparently the disclaimers and the closing credits, like, these oh, people are played by actors. God. And, uh... Um, I feel like that is so irresponsible. Well, apparently the government, when it first came out, I think a year ago, it was on Animal Planet. It's been on... <laughs> oh, yeah. This was the new version, because they had breaking news that I needed to watch to the end of the show... For them to have a new announcement that's like new findings and the autopsy of some like random speech feature that they say is happening. So apparently, after it was like super high rated, and so after it aired the first time, the government, like some government organization, had to release an official statement saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, there is no such thing as a mermaid." Oh my god! Because people were like, "I fucking believe it." It's on fucking Discovery. Why, yeah, I saw why, a documentary on Discovery. It's called Mermaids Now. Why aren't they teaching us about this? Why are they trying to cover it up? And I was like, I really don't understand what the military's vested interest in covering up the existence of mermaids is. But okay. But here's the thing, too. They talk about this noise called, um, I think it's called the bloop. And it is a noise that they can't identify. They, it's picked up randomly around the world. And they can't the, identify... The mockumentary is talking about this? Uh-huh. Okay. They can't identify what animal it belongs to. And it made me laugh because the premise of the comic book that I got you... Oh, oh yeah! ...about killer mermaids, they talk about the blue! 
and how it's mermaids. And I was like, holy shit. That's hilarious. Somebody, like, whoever did this comic book was, like, fucking high one night. I saw this on, like, Animal Planet and was like, dude. <laughs> the bloop. I have an idea for an amazing comic book. It's going to be called, wait for it, The Wake. <laughs> there you go. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that I sounds watched, horrific. I watched part of that last night until I couldn't watch it anymore. Here's another one more thing about mermaids yeah. now before I walk away. Um, they did. They showed this computer animation of um, Megalo, I think it's Megalodon, the gigantic shark. Uh huh. Like the the shark from a million years ago that ate whales is like a big fucking shark, like a real big fucking shark. And so they showed like you know they were talking about how um, challenging it would be for pods, uh, clans of mermaids to um, cross big expanses of water. And so they would need to have to work together closely in in cooperation in order to avoid predators, such as like the megalodon. And then they show it like attacking and eating like a sperm whale. And I was like, all right. (laughs) And then, so then it shows like, it shows them swimming and they're swimming across this big, open, deep water. And there is one mermaid, like, warrior who stays behind and makes this, like, ah! noise. Oh, my God. And calls to them. And they're like, why are you back there, dude? And he's like, and he takes out his spear and he cuts himself across the chest. And he's like, you go. Ah! And, like, Shit. motions them to go <laughs> and take the people to safety. And so he swims the opposite direction, bleeding, and then, like, he just sort of waits there for Megalodon to eat him. I'm like, all right, this is the equivalent <laughs> of, like, a grasshopper. This is the equivalent of me being like, hey, a grasshopper. <laughs> like, I can give a shit about a grasshopper. Yeah. Like, a grasshopper does nothing for me. Or, like, or like a bee or a fly. I'm yeah. like, this, this is, not, like, I don't even notice that I've eaten a fly. Yeah. I'm like, Megalodon is not going to be like, hey, I'm going to go after the mermaid. It's like, the whole thing was just ludicrous. So terrible. Oh, my I'm God. Kinda, I'm kind of disappointed in Discovery Channel right now. Well, the Discovery Channel's kind of been like that for a while. Really? I haven't really yeah. seen too much of No wonder. Yeah, it's sad. Um, but, hey, has anybody out there seen it? I'll have to post some pictures. Maybe and I'll hopefully, a picture for that episode. And hopefully, uh, Ti is not breaking the news to you right now. Hey, you guys, mermaids—they're real. <laughs> no, they're not. Like, yes, they are. Hopefully, no one's watched it and told them, like, "Oh my God, they're like really mermaids," and you're like breaking the news that that was for jokes. This is like late night stony programming for like conspiracy theorists. Totally. Like, whoa, did you see the fucking... Dude, I saw a documentary mermaids, about mermaids. mermaids. I told you, they totally exist. They totally exist. Um, and they did, like, uh, they reenacted, like, you know, a kid discovering, like, some remains on the beach that was a mermaid. And, like, they reenacted it with the kid. And then, like, the computer, super tacky computer animated mermaid is all, Rah! like, reaching out at him. And they were like, this is what happened. Oh, I'm all, Is this really what happened? Oh, my God. So, yeah, I watched that. But the other thing that I'm watching, yes. and now I'm all caught up, and I think there's just one more episode left, which is the series finale, is Orphan Black. Oh. The season you started out, Yeah. Season two, for me, started out a little slow. Um, but about midway through, it definitely picked up, and now it's super good, messy TV. So are you going to do what you did for Sherlock and wait? No. No, you're going to follow through and finish it up? Yeah. 
So that's good. I, if no one is watching Orphan Black, or if you need something to watch while yeah. Mosquito is traveling, it's just like just watching this woman play different versions of herself because breaking news, she's a girl. That's what the whole thing is. Um, <laughs> she plays like different versions of herself, and every version is so separate. That you, every once in a while, you'll be like, oh my god, that's just her. That's crazy. And what's really great is when you see her being one person trying to play another one of the things to, like, get past something or trick people or whatever. And you can tell, you can tell because you see some of the mannerisms coming through. So she's that great. She's that good that you can tell that she's someone else trying... That's that's fucking crazy. Like there was something I just watched the penultimate, the second to last episode last night, and like something happened, and then all of a sudden you realize it's not one person, it's another person. And I was all whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so I hit, so I backed up and I watched it, and I was like, motherfucker, she <laughs> has like a couple of this woman's gestures. Wow. Like she looks like the other one, but you can tell if you know like how that's she walks crazy. and how she touches her hair and like how she holds herself that it's totally the other person that's awesome yeah wow that skills yeah how many people does she play i think it's been like eight or nine wow yeah and probably like five of four or five of them one two three like five of them are in almost every episode so do you feel uh battlestar galactica prepared you for orphan black <laughs> with the cloning? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I could see. I could yeah. see. Primed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anything else we got for the folks this week? No. Yeah. True Blood. True Blood starts up. Yeah. True. The final season. I'll watch it just because I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Just because I've been yeah. through the whole thing and I want to see my men. I know. And so... Um, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss. Sure. Yeah, see if they go with the Big Bang and uh, see if, about these any new shows and uh, any new movies that you're going to check out in the near future. Uh, I need to figure out movies. And next time I'll come prepared, there's a couple decent TV shows starting up. Oh, uh, next... it's, it's too much, man. It's too, I can't. It's too many things. Yeah. So much happening. Yeah. Although right now, I really don't have any TV shows. It's kind of nice. Although I have caught myself a couple of times doing shit like, what's Mermaids Now? Because I have nothing else um, and I need, I want to watch something. It's fucked up. Did you finish Mad Men? No, I'm saving it because it pissed me off that there was a year between yeah. the two halves of the season. Okay, yeah. So I'm saving it. Okay. And I have like, I have a show on Netflix. I have Orange is a New Black. I'm just, you know what it is? I'm too lazy to pick up the second remote. Netflix. <laughs> Crazy girl. Seems like a lot of work. Jesus Christ. All right, then. I think that's all for yeah. this episode. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Oh! Peace out, nerds! Peace out. <laughs>